This is a Jomo Studios presentation. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live. Did I say live? As always, baby, I say all the way live. From the Jomo Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma. Well, baby, somebody then turned on the motherfucking fans, as my nigga Josh Norman said earlier. Shit. Nigga, the wind has started blowing, and it was it feel like Oklahoma again out in this motherfucker. This wind is blowing bad than a bitch. You will probably hear this shit gust. In the background, while we posted up over here in the beautiful Jomo Studios, as we love to do every damn week. And I'm sorry for those that may want to comment, tell you inconsistent motherfucker why your days is all off shit. First of all, bitch, the reason why my days is out is because I got a goddamn job because you niggas won't go listen to this shit 117 motherfucking times a piece like I told y'all to. A motherfucking day so I can quit my goddamn job and only get paid from the show. Thank you. Kiss my ass. But in all honesty, my off days have been wonky as fuck this last week. Um, and we got a gig tomorrow night in Oklahoma City at Avenue 101. Well, I'm saying tomorrow night because I'm recording this on a Thursday. I'm not putting it out till Friday, but um, but you know what I'm tonight. Then I don't I don't know how to fuck that. I don't say how WWE do that shit. They be talking about shit. They used to talk about shit on the third. They show the show on the Thursday, but then the shit was recorded on the Tuesday, but then they still talk about the shit like it was on Thursday. I ain't got that good at bullshitting y'all yet. So today is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. Uh, water is wet. Uh, and so it's pussy if aroused properly. Now, <laughs> uh, with that said, we're going to do something I love to do. Oh, so much. But which is Twit Hits. But before I do that, I want to do a quick shout out um, for today's show. I actually have a little treat for y'all. Um, I got sent some music, and this young man has been sending me music now uh, for months on end, and I i don't think I've ever played any of his songs. Um, I do remember one time I played the song for Sweezy, um, but because of, you know, production shit and everything, sometimes I just, I've been kind of pushing some of that to the wayside. So tonight... Um, as a special gift for you guys, I am going to play a song uh, by a gentleman by the name of Roisy, uh, Roisy Rothschild. Uh, he has a new song that's come out called Michael Jordan Flow, and we will uh, close the show with his track. Um, hope you guys enjoy that. You know, give me give you some love. And then, of course, you know anybody with music, or if you guys got music, or you artist or musician, um, by all means, send it to me. Um, if people say you suck, that's between you and Jesus. I ain't going to do with that. Now, on with Twit Hits. Uh... Let's see here. Lisa Bloom tried to use Rose McGowan's sexual history against her. Daily Beast report says Lisa Bloom offered journalist Ronan Farrow the details of Rose McGowan's sexual history to make a gay a case against the actress in support of Harvey Watt. Oh no. Oh my god. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, nigga. Lisa Bloom is Harvey Weinstein's attorney. Why you niggas is just not why the fuck? I'm sorry. I know I have a life and I really don't, you know, pay a lot of attention to some shit. And keep in mind this shit just dropped on my desk as well. How the fuck can the bitch who tried to defend the other bitch who fucked with the orange motherfucker in the White House over a goddamn dog cutting this shit's head off. How the fuck this bitch become Harvey Weinstein? Of all people, Harvey Weinstein's attorney. First of all, bitch, you officially are no longer considered a fucking woman. Okay? I don't give a fuck. Alright? And I'm, hold up. While I'm going there, let me sit this shit down real quick. Hold on. See, y'all done pissed me off, and I ain't had a cigarette all day. Give me two seconds, y'all. Uh, 
Yes, I plan on quitting soon. Fuck y'all. God damn it. I don't like that damn vape. It's like putting an electronic dick in your mouth. And you walk around with that motherfucker all day long. Do... I ain't with that. Fuck you. Okay? Now, hold on. See, this is why I got a problem. All right? As I mentioned on last week's show, to which I am going to go into one of my topics in a little while, I just want to bring, I want to talk about this Lisa Bloom thing real quick. And her trying to play against Rose McGowan's sexual history. Which I don't understand how, who she willfully fucked has anything to do with those that may have sexually harassed or, you know, I don't understand how you can willfully fuck somebody and then have somebody, just because you willfully fuck somebody don't mean that you un, are not allowed to unwillfully fuck somebody. I mean, I, I don't understand her concept of how she's trying to use Rose McGowan's sexual history against her. Well, if she sucked 507 dicks and gave all 507 of them dicks consent, well, all 507 of them dicks are clear. She sucked all 507 of them dicks. But they had fucking sense. We can't bring that against her. Which also kills me that this is a fucking female doing this against another fucking female for a guy who has literally been labeled like the scum of the fucking earth. Meanwhile... Fuck it. I can never do twit hits without just going into the lead topics. Meanwhile, Corey Feldman, who looked like he'd been on more motherfucking drugs than the whole goddamn Monsanto drug plant fucking family. This nigga done tried every goddamn drug, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Advil, Bear every motherfucking pill they got out there. This nigga done snorted it, shot at it, sniffed at it, smoked at it, shoved it up his ass and enjoyed it. Let's say that first. Okay? He didn't decided to come out and expose all of these top CEOs and top money makers who people have called great people in their fields and amazing and wonderful and they got plaques and trophies and motherfuckers have known that these cocksuckers are sick, twisted son of a bitches for years on end and ain't nobody said a motherfucking thing until another motherfucker decided to open their motherfucking mouth. No, nigga. And what's fucked up about Corey Feldman is he want to sit and talk about he's going to make a production. That is going to be... No. I'm not falling for that. I'm going to tell you why. First of all, and I really feel sorry for the young man. I give him shit, but I get... I feel the young man my ass. That nigga older than me. I feel sorry for him. Because through all of the shit, he has kept his mouth shut. Corey Feldman was supposed to be dropping bombshells about this pedophile and that pedophile and that sick motherfucker. The problem is this shit has continued. This shit happened and then happened again and then happened again and then happened again. These folks got 20, 30 year careers that we are talking about. This shit should have been nipped in the bud long time ago. But for some damn reason, mainly fear, and I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for fear, but even with fear, right is right, wrong is wrong. And anybody that accepted Harvey Weinstein for a person, you are just as wrong as he is. If you kept your damn mouth shut the first time, you were part of the problem. Okay? Alright? I keep trying to tell everybody that shit. I, 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 I hate that anything happens like this. There's a goddamn football coach, sick, twisted motherfucker, who has been arrested for 206 counts. 
of sexual misconduct. 206 counts, mostly towards children. This man was allowed to teach and mold our children's minds. You hear about these damn teachers. That's fucking these teenagers. Look, don't get me wrong. I joke about that shit, okay? Because to some extent, I, I remember what it be, what it was to be a teenage boy. But in the same breath and light, it is up to these teachers as adults to do the right goddamn thing. And the one right damn goddamn thing, your stupid ass, you know, you ain't supposed to be doing this fucking no damn kids, period. I can't recall even reflecting, reflectly seeing a teacher in some sort of inappropriate innuendo with a student when I was in school. These goddamn teachers, they say they running around fucking the students, having them over at the house. They smoking weed and drinking wine and they fucking two, three students at once and shit. God damn, folks. Leave our damn babies alone. Let these kids grow up and, and, and let them fuck up with their own age. Don't be sitting here throwing your rusty old puss out there for them, man. Come on. That don't make no goddamn sense. But this Harvey Weinstein shit, man, this this case is going to blow up to places that we don't even know where to begin. But, I, and as we can, I, I'm going to continue to follow that story because there's some other topics that I actually do want to hit on tonight. I didn't want to really, I don't plan on taking too much time on that. Um, I did devote an episode to it last week. And we're going to continue it because, like I said, this story is not going to end. This thing is going to continue on forever and for a very long time um, with a lot of the allegations that are starting to come forward. Um, so we're just going to keep a lookout on that. Uh, we pray for the victims, man. And, and look, step up. This is your fucking time to step up. You ain't never done nothing right in your life. Do something right today. And step up and don't let these sick bastards keep walking around on the street continuing to hurt people. You know? And, and like I said, we'll keep up with the story as it follows along. Congressman Al Green. Man. We're going to do a little talk about politics today because politics popped off in, in my top story. Mm. 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 Y'all ain't ready for this one. So get just tighten up. This is just the beginning. Congressman Al Green, I saw this on the Disus and Merrill show. Uh, he went in on Ben Carson's ass. God damn. That shit was funny in the motherfucker. I only bring that up <coughs> because these politicians and these motherfuckers that this idiot Agent Orange didn't put in the goddamn office, <coughs> these motherfuckers have no business being there. Ben Carson has no business running HUD. None. Not an ounce. Not a damn drop. Not an inkling. Scott Pruitt has no fucking business running the EPA. Not a shot. In chance in hell. None at all. Okay? This nigga, man, <laughs> I'm serious. I am, I am like on point fucking serious. These folks, they got to be dealt with. And Congressman Al Green wasn't putting up that shit. He asked that nigga a simple question. He said, how much can I tell my constituents they will receive on a voucher? Or should I say, how much money are you cutting from these vouchers that my constituents need to live and be able to get home? This nigga, Ben Carson, kept sitting here saying, well, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm, that's not what I'm here to talk about. And Congressman Al Green was like, fuck you, nigga. That ain't, whoa, 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 bitch. You ain't here to talk about what you want to talk about, nigga. You here to answer the motherfucking question, answer the motherfucking question that I motherfucking asked your motherfucking ass. So, nigga, let's get started. The whole time, Ben Carson's dumb ass. But I, I don't, I am not here to answer those questions. And Al Green finally got to the end. He's like, nigga, fuck you. You don't, you don't, never mind, nigga. You don't know the answer. Fuck you. Just say you don't know. I will let. He even told him, I will let you say. I'm a dumb fuck and don't have the answer. I will give you that one, my nigga. Here, push. 
He gave his ass the opportunity to say, I'm a dumb bastard and I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He didn't take it. He said this. Well, that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I want to talk about... Shit. It's all hitting the fan now, though. It's all hitting the fan. Bad, bad. That shit is spewing all over the fan. The fan is blowing this shit out in directions and ways that what nobody ready for. Except for those who knew what the fuck you idiots was voting for. So... Trump has one job in the line of many when it comes to the president, but being in the presidency, but his biggest job is to be a man of the people. That is what our president is supposed to be. Our president is supposed to look out for us. He's supposed to say the right things and be in the right position make people feel comfortable and believe in the spirit of the United States. So it boggles my mind when I hear the President of the United States having the utter nerve and and, and audacity, pure fucking audacity to have the wife of a soldier, okay? Of a soldier. A man who, along with his four fellow Green Beret soldiers, lost their lives defending our country David Johnson was a human being. If nothing else, he was a human being. Okay? The one thing I would think a president would know how to do is be consoled. The problem with the president we have in office now is we knew his ass had no empathy. He didn't know how to show empathy. Okay? He came out on a recording and said, and I quote, that it is okay to grab a woman by the pussy. Video recorded right there in that bam. There it is. Okay. But we expect somebody expect the, the funny part about Trump, and I remember think back. Let's let's go back a few months. Let's say about I say six months ago. This was six months ago would have been like three months, about five months in this term. And I remember people kept saying he was acting, he seemed to be acting, no, sorry, three months into his term. He seemed to be acting more presidential. That's all I kept hearing everybody say. He seemed to keep acting presidential. He's becoming more presidential. That's all I kept hearing. He's being more presidential. You motherfuckers didn't think he was being presidential when he was on the campaign trail? So let me get this straight. He had to get the job. To to get a job, when you go to a job, you're supposed to act like you are going to be capable of doing the goddamn job. You're not supposed to show up to work and become the person for the position that you were hired in. Unless you've never, like, I don't know, flip burgers or, or, or sold something in a retail store. 
These are jobs where you have to like say, oh, let's go back and flip burgers. If you flip burgers at McDonald's, and I'm not sure, I haven't worked at McDonald's for years because I know I, I found out how to get better jobs. But when you work at McDonald's, when I worked at McDonald's, you had to learn a chart. And on that chart, it showed you how to build each one of their signature burgers. There was a chart for a Big Mac. There was a chart for a Quarter Pounder. There was a chart for the Fish Filet. There was a chart for the Cheeseburgers. There was a chart for the Hamburgers. None of them were made the same. Certain items got more items as depending on price and depending on quality. Okay? They didn't give the same quality to a cheeseburger that they gave to a quarter pounder with cheese. Even though both of them are both cheeseburgers. You see what I'm saying? So when you follow that chart, it shows you how to build that hamburger. Donald Trump should have never, and, and to be a president of any fucking body that's running for president of the United States shouldn't need a chart. Your ass is supposed to have enough political background where we shouldn't have to be sitting here saying three months, four months, five months, six months in that your ass is starting to act like you realize where you at. That's like a nigga waking up out of a motherfucking coma and realizing he is who he is. It's like, oh, oh shit, he's being more like him. Because that nigga been in a fucking coma and he ain't been him. He been sleep. When he woke up, he was a little foggy and he didn't understand what the fuck was going on. He didn't remember much about who the fuck he was. So we got him a chart. And we showed him how he used to put his clothes on. And how he stacked his shit. But as a fucking president, as any fucking politician, if your ass is running to be goddamn, goddamn school body president, motherfucker, your ass ought to know what the fuck you going and getting, getting into. We should not hear from a goddamn student body president or from somebody in a goddamn school. Oh shit, he's becoming, nah, he's starting to be more presidential. We ain't going to let the school's biggest motherfucking bully be scooting student by the president. So why the fuck are we letting the world's biggest douchebag be the president of the United States? Oh, I know why. Because for the previous eight years, a group of people were told that they were forgotten. They were told that they were going without. They were told that nobody cared about them. What was the number one reason why you asked? Simply put, because the president was black. Yeah. Trump's biggest campaign speech was talking about how people were forgotten during the Obama era. The same people who were benefiting from welfare benefits, same people who were benefiting from the progressing changes of Obamacare, the same people that were benefiting from having better benefits, better health care, better fucking outlook on life other than the fact that they want to continue to sit on their ass and be useless. They were told that they were forgotten. It cracks me up. There was a report that's come out, and I read it in USA Today. Let me quit lying. I read it on Facebook article in USA Today. Uh, ain't nobody reading no those newspapers around that nigga. Fuck you. Uh, but they say that there was a, 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 a survey, if you will, that stated that white people feel that they are more discriminated against than any other race. That, believe it or not, I, I can concur 100% with what they're saying. And the only reason why I concur, because the same people that's, dis, that's discriminating against their asses is the same motherfucker who's been, the main motherfuckers who've been discriminating against black folks for years. The only difference is that those motherfuckers, they discriminate against us in banks. They discriminate against us in shopping malls. They discriminate against us in restaurants. They, 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 they discriminate against us walking up the street with a pocket full of candy and a soda. They discriminate against us when we're 12 years old, playing outside with a toy gun by ourselves, mind you. 
they discriminate against us when a young man is trying to order a damn two-piece and another man out of sheer fear of seeing that man in the hood, he pulls a gun on him because he got one. And because some law in his area allows him to openly carry a firearm and protect those when he feels they're So when you ask about discrimination, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you have some references. Because the same references, like I said before, the ones that they talk about at the banks, at the restaurants, and all that shit, you know, that's the discrimination they look at. And guess what, honey? We've been getting that one. That's the light discrimination. Most of the people that's, that's complaining about discrimination against the banks, a good 50%, and I say I'm more than willing to bet half. That's a, that's a good assessment. Half of those are the ones that 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 their their predecessors passed. There's a good chance they may have, I don't know, burnt a group a few crosses on some yards. I carry an open hatred or discrimination towards black people. For, which for the life of me, you'll never get me to understand. I don't understand racism. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand how you can not like somebody just because of the color of their skin. I can understand not liking somebody for not for being a piece of shit. I'm, I'm with you 100. Nigga, I will run with you 1,000% on that. If you was a low-down, low-down, dirty, raggedy, piece of shit motherfucker, I will stand next to you 100% and hate on that nigga gracefully. All day. Not a fuck left. But you can't ask me to hate somebody just because of the color of their skin. You can't ask me to hate somebody because of what their grandfather did. That's their grandfather. Everybody hated me for my grand for everything my grandfather did. It'd be a whole bunch of bitches in Lake Charles, Louisiana that can't stand my motherfucking ass. Because that's what my grandfather did. If everybody got mad at me for what my father did, this would be a whole bunch of bitches mad at me in Houston, Texas. But that's what my father did. I got plenty of bitches mad at me in Houston, Lake Charles, and a few other places. Doesn't matter, motherfucking fact. Why are you thinking about it? But that was on my own accord. Be mad at me for that. Don't be mad at me for 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 what another nigga did. And I'm not gonna be mad at you for what another nigga did. Just because a person had Confederate blood in their background, don't mean that they stand respectfully for that shit. That don't mean that that's something that they want to be a part of. We have got to stop looking on the outside and start looking at the inside of people. See, that's the problem. I said two weeks ago when we was talking about the football protests, to which I'm still going to make my point on you niggas in a little bit. Don't think I forgot about y'all asses. I'm just working on something else right now. Hold steady. I'm coming. But, you know, those football players are kneeling for a reason. We need to ask them, say, fella, I noticed, hold on, let's stop the anthem. Say, fella, I noticed that you feel like you want to take a knee during the national anthem that honors our country. He explained to me why, and he'll tell you about Tamir Rice. And he'll tell you about Sandra Bland. And he'll tell you about Philando Castile, Terrence Crutcher, and um, Caveat. Of a list that goes far as I can see. And you'll understand. You might get a realization. Of. The situation that we have at hand. There is a problem in our country. The problem. Is one side is saying. There is a problem. It needs to be adjusted. It needs to be solved. The other side is saying, no, no, no. Not only is there not a problem, but this where you have now gives you more benefits than anything else. I heard somebody say something about a football player being given something. Do you know what these niggas go through to get to where they are? Do you know how many motherfuckers get sifted through I knew a motherfucker when I was in Job Corps. 
this young man, Willie Donnett. Shout out to you, fam. Hopefully somebody will play this for you one day. This young man could ball out the motherfucking gym. He had more motherfucking talent than 10 fucking Kobe's. I would put my motherfucking money on it. His ass was in a government organization to receive some sort of education so he could advance his future. And that young man could play ball better than any fucking basketball player I have ever seen in my life. Shout out to Joe Young. I love you, fam. I love my sis, Christina. Hey, Booger. Hey, little princess Zoe. Hey, darling. You better not be letting her listen to this, Christina. I will kick your arm. Love you, Zozo. Uh, <laughs> Joe, well, yeah, Joe, sorry, but Willie Donnett was the truth. He was the goddamn truth. One of the greatest athletes I've ever seen. I don't think he ever made it as far as a high school trial, a damn and one trial. Okay? It's hard. There are tons of talented black men and black women out here that, that played sports and, and bought sports program tons of money that they'll never get the chance to see or do anything with. It's a whole lot of talented black men in prison, too. They sat there and let their friends talk them into being something fucking stupid instead of focusing on that dream. There's black, there, there's, there's men and women right now sitting in prisons that the only reason why they there is because the path they took, the, the, them and say, you got two men. You got Des Bryant and you got another young man. Both of them was on that same path to success, but one false move took one away from that while Des was able to keep going. I'm like, I'm just using, saying Des Bryant's name as an example. Exemplary athlete, exemplary athlete. One exemplary athlete went forward, one exemplary athlete got pulled to the side. And it happens in our society all the time. Okay? White folks take notice. Okay? We've called it, some, some people call it a crab mentality. Where we pull, where we see black men, we see one of our brothers succeeding, and we try to start pulling them down. Sometimes you have, they talk about black folks moving out of the ghettos, moving out of projects, but sometimes you have to because you don't, you don't want to carry that concept of where you are to continue to live your life that way. You have to evolve into something different. Sometimes your circumstances are not where you are supposed to belong. That is just your circumstances. Okay? You be continuing your circumstances to keep you from going crazy. But you do what you need to do to survive. I would never tell nobody not to do that, but in the same breath and light, you have to understand the consequences of what you do are going to get your ass in the long run. Every time never fails. They used to get me all the goddamn time. I had somebody tell me recently how proud they are of me because I ain't doing the stupid shit that I used to do. When the stupid shit that I used to do was trying to do something, anything to advance me. That's all I was going for. I would bring those that helped me along, but fuck who wouldn't? Because there was a good chance one person had good weed, another one had good pussy. It was going to work out. You get both from the same hole, nigga. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> well, we do it to survive. There's people getting out of jail right now. Caught up in the drug wars of the 90s. The first, the very first victims who received their mandatory 25-year sentences are just now being released from the 86s and the 87 and the 88s and the 89 and the 90 and the 91 and the 92. Some of them folks are just now, probably just now touching down, started to say give or take two years ago. And they are funneling out more and more and more by the minute. And you have to wonder what can these young men and women do to help themselves? Where, what do we have for them to do better 
Well, they already got that felon on them, so that kills half of all of the. That kills seventy-five percent of any prospects they'll ever have of being able to do something better for themselves. They can't go to college; they won't be able to afford it. You can't get a Pell Grant unless you go to a drug rehab class. Then you might be able to get the Pell Grant. But even with Pell Grants, you got to pay that shit back, and you got to go to school, and you got to find a way to 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 con, con, to go to to go to school route. You still got to find a way of carrying a job, doing the school work, going to work, got to have a place to stay, got to have a roof over your head, got to handle all that shit, and try to be a student. I mean, shit. I know how hard that shit is. I did my college from home, but I also had help. And I also wasn't a felony. Not with the homework. I had help as far as in my world with my wife. But, you know, and I got it done. This world that we live in right now is not caring for those who make mistakes. And I say that because I have not read an article, not a one yet, where where the incarceration rates, or let me rephrase, those guilty of marijuana-related offenses in the state of Colorado, after it became legalized, they should have just expunged all of that shit. Come on, man. You motherfuckers is making more money off of that shit, off of fucking weed than probably anybody else in the history of the of the world. Okay, they are making more money on weed than ever in the history of our planet. Okay, let them folks out of jail. Why are they still there for weed charges? That's insane. But to release them would be also to say to stop arresting motherfuckers for weed. It's a plant. But you got people that are running around here swearing down. If you smoke that shit, it'll drive your mind crazy. If you fuck with that weed, that wacky tobacco, you won't be nothing but a jazz playing nigger. That's why I tell that shit to me one time. I ain't lying. In Oklahoma, I don't fuck with that nigger drug. <laughs> Somebody fuck with it because, uh, I put it like this. A person that consumes alcohol over weed is really not a person I want to be around too much. Because they, they concept is fucked up, man. It really is. It, it's, it's just, you gotta, there's something fucked up in your mentality that says, yes, it's, it's, it's legal, so you should be able to do it. And you can. You can drink till your asshole fall off. I could give a good goddamn. Okay, then let's keep them 100. I don't give a lovely motherfucker what you do. But a lot of times those that drink, they don't drink in moderation. You know, smokers don't have a choice but to be in moderation because you eventually going to smoke enough is going to make you pass the fuck out. Or eat until you pass the fuck out. <laughs> One way or another, you're going to be passed the fuck out somewhere. And it's probably going to be in a chair in your house with the TV watching you. You get out on the liquor, you get in these bars, you get to dancing, acting a fool, bump into somebody, getting a fight. The next thing you know, you run from the club, you done got in a fight, you done got in your car, you done took out driving, the police and pull your drunk ass over, caught you doing 35 in a 45 because your ass was drunk you don't get a speeding ticket but you get a driving recklessly ticket because you was driving under the influence so that goes along with a DWI and they didn't just ran your goddamn name through the system because you got in a fight in the club so now you get an assault charge too smoke a joint might be alright just saying the trail of liquor has never ended well in many cases you know, I've had great nights. Shit, I woke up in a stupor, hell of a stupor too, but with a bitch side to side, it's been wonderful. But I still woke up in a stupor. Headache, reeking, sex, and stale whiskey. Sex is great. Stale whiskey, not so much. This shit will burn your goddamn eyebrows off. I'm talking about rock metal whiskey too. That shit rough. My point here, ladies and gentlemen, of all this craziness, 
is simply this. When are we going to start realizing that these powers that be don't give a fuck about us? That's what, that's what scares me. That's what scares me about Trump. Because we've seen Trump before. In our history, in history's past, we've seen Trump before. Where somebody was a master at pouring piss on people's head and making them think it's rain. And in that context, they thought it was okay to kill a million plus people at a time. He pushed the propaganda of hatred. He pushed the propaganda of distrust. He pushed the propaganda of disdain, and people ate it up. The problem that we have now, as far as those that want to push that bullshit, is that there's people like me and hundreds of others, thousands of others, millions of others. From what I can tell from the last election, the motherfucking majority ain't falling for that bullshit. I'm in that. I'm. 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 I'm hoping we're the majority and not the minority of people that believe that hatred should not begin at a person's skin skin color. Hatred should begin at a person's stupidity. And even then, you ought to have a little empathy for their stupidity, unless their stupidity is repetitive. And then after that, you just say fuck them. Am I wrong? Am I out of line? Is this not my opinion? Is this not my show? Fuck you. I'm going to tell it how it is. Some of y'all be coddling some of these motherfuckers when you need to cut that goddamn umbilical cord and let their asses fly. Let them go. And let them figure it out. You go in the corner, sit there, touch yourself for a little while and think about something else. But let that motherfucker go. Let that grown ass man motherfucking go. And let that nigga figure it out and find his way. If you don't never give a motherfucker a chance to figure it out on their own, they will never figure it out and you will be birthing their asses till the end of time. Okay? Cut the fucking strings and let that motherfucker fly. You give them a basis, you give them a foundation, and if they need a place, you give them a home. One of the biggest problems I've been seeing in the black community is that we have this misfunction uh, this malfunction of telling ourselves that at the age of 18 we need to throw our children into the street. No. No. And you wonder why they choose to sell drugs. You wonder why they choose to sell their body. You wonder why they choose to spin their ass on a pole. You wonder why they choose to fuck old bitches that make them be little bitches. And you wonder why they fucking around with these dudes that's fucking drug dealers and got demo drugs and got babies. And or, or they sitting here fucking niggas that's got 18, 19 baby mama simply because that nigga walked in the house one time and said, I love. Shit pisses me off, man. You never see me play favorites with anybody that uses somebody's stupidity as a weapon. And Donald Trump has been using y'all's stupidity as a weapon. Because y'all been listening to this bullshit. Now it's all coming back to bite him in his ass. My problem is now that these Republicans want to sit here and say, Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to a decision that we no longer like Donald Trump. I mean, you see my dumb ass standing in the street like, nigga, fuck you and him. I look, 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 bitch. If you didn't like the motherfucker from the beginning, don't be trying to jump on the fuck Donald Trump bandwagon now. Fuck you. It is too late. It is too goddamn late because it was you motherfuckers who was out campaigning for him. It was you motherfuckers who had other motherfuckers and other motherfuckers calling them dumb motherfuckers telling them you ought to vote for Donald Trump. You've been forgotten. Do you feel forgotten? Do you feel like the last eight years haven't been about you? What? You tell me a time in American history where it ain't been about white folks and I'll tell you a time when you a motherfucking lie. Y'all better get this shit together. Somebody got mad at me and my job the other day because this white dude come in telling me all this sob-ass story about how he been in jail and he was on drugs and he done done this and he done done that. Meanwhile, my dumb ass is a black man struggling in knees our United States of fucking America. Ass has been in and out of jail. Ass got a college degree. Ass and 
had multiple jobs. They asked him been fired from jobs from bullshit. I know a motherfucker right now who got fired from his job for letting somebody steal a goddamn gun from one of our stores. Y'all remember my ass got rolled up for a guy and a bitch don't even remember why? Can I tell y'all that story? Bitch said I needed to be rolled up for something I said. I said what I said. She said I don't remember. What the fuck you fucking writing me up for? I get ass right now in the same bullshit job and I'm into this day. Joe, we need you to fly. Oh, really? What y'all gonna do? Why are we gonna stand here and chill? What? Huh? Honda? No. No, baby. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I work my ass for you, but I ain't gonna be a bitch. Okay? Never, ever, ever. I've been a bitch before. And I got paid to be a bitch, too. So if a motherfucker want me to bitch, fuck you, pay me. And I've been honestly now with my shit going the way it's going now, nigga, this comedy is going great. I'm doing wonderful. I'm getting gig after gig after gig. You know? Shout out to Ville. Make sure y'all check out Lavelle Harris and his new Belleville uh, Radio Network that's running right now exclusively on TuneIn Radio. Shit, we about to start doing it big. Hell, we got the Comedy Network coming up. Me and BJ was talking about that shit today. Me and wifey been talking about the network. It's about to go down. This shit is going to be crazy. Think about it. Interactive comedy all the time. Yes, we going to do this shit. It's going to be great. I got greatness pouring out of me in a, in a moment's notice, but you want me to sit here and feel sorry for you, a person who's always had benefits and, and, and everything else. And don't tell me that. Don't tell me that it don't work. Don't tell me I'm lying. Don't, don't, don't. Don't fuck with my intelligence, man. I'm still considered, I've been on a job now for a year. I'm still being considered as a credit risk. I, I, I love my white friends. I just had one who's been on the job less than six months and got a house. I applied for a house. I, I asked about it my house a few years ago, a few months ago, and they laughed me out of the clean out of the goddamn real estate office. They wouldn't even run my credit because they was like, for what? You know? Don't tell me about how this country and certainly don't tell me about discrimination. Y'all asses ain't got a goddamn clue. Walk, walk, walk a mile in a black man's shoes with a hoodie on and tell me what you think. When you can do that, you can tell me what it's like Mike Licker to not deal with discrimination in the United States of America. A black man robbed a damn cash store, one of the payday loan stores here and in it, uh, just the other day. No, yesterday. And they said it was a black man. And every black man that came in the store was telling us how nervous they was doing that because every time they passed by the police, the police was acting like they wanted to pull their asses over. Got the description of the person. Know who the perp is. Probably know where to find his ass. But they still felt the need to fuck with every nigga that they saw. I think they fought the temptation and many of it, but that ain't the Okay. We got to do better, people. Putting ourselves in a position to do worse ain't gonna get you nowhere, baby. Hell, I done done worse before. It ain't cute. Okay. I done seen worse. That shit don't ever work out. And it ain't for your benefit, trust me. And if nothing else, do best for you, do best for your family, do best for those. If you ever got any questions, goddamn, y'all notified though. Joe, my email is always open. JoeMoffaShow at gmail.com. You can hit me up as much as you fucking want. Rosie do it. Rosie did. Rosie hit me up all the time. Rosie sent Rosie then probably sent me five, I know at least five to seven emails the last few months. You know. Well, I get a, I say I get an email a quarter from it. And he been consistent as fuck. And I've never played one of his show, songs on my show. And I want to do that for him today. Because this young man has, and his publicist hit me up. They, they respect 
the, the Joe Murphy show and what I'm doing here, and I'm going to show them some love back. And if you got the opportunity to do that for somebody, do that. That's how we grow. That's how we build. That's how we do better. Okay? We got to do better. If we keep doing worse, we're going to be fucked, ladies and gentlemen. No ifs, no ands, and unfortunately, no lube. This shit is going to come in thick and hard. <laughs> Up your ass. But if you do better, try loving your neighbor, looking out for those that look out for you, you'll be just fine. Trust me on this. I started doing it not too long ago, and it has worked out for me tenfold. I still have my moments. I still got people that's trying to hurt me. I can't do nothing about them. I can only do about me and keep pushing to be a better me. And if you push to be a better you, you'll be all right too. And now, as promised, uh, we'll do some shout outs, a couple things uh, at the end of the show. But this is uh, Roy Z. Rothschild with the Michael Jordan flow right here for you guys on the Joe Moffat Show. Jumping down 
Donald Trump and shut your fucking munching. That's the Cali Jen and Tag. He knows rhyming better than fire. A volcano video got me on play though. We're more like Tycho. Sam McCall, see I stand before I go psycho. And share a call as another line goes hypo. And Jimmy Calls goes get lipo. Mixing McCarty next to Nito. We two fishes swimming simultaneously. Same time busting the same round through the baselines. We're ahead through the great rhyme. Kids gonna take mine. Fresh like pizza, have you leaning? Tower of Pisa, believe in the power of creatures. Superhero and claps and features. Put a rocket through cat flap. So a lens in your lap pack. In the kitchen in your backpack. Why you smoking a fat sack? I'ma take to the next level. Seven night in the gym doing reps with the devil. He said, give you work rate over, never settle. And that's why David Cameron got his money over pebbles. Out of beach house and the game's oversaturated. Too much porn up masturbation. Too many triangles, acts of saying Illuminati moving. Massive invasion. Yeah, massive invasion. Like Biggie, I got you notorious. The capital will not stop. It's glorious. For some bad acting, I'll ask him stories. He shot girl and he got you in the morning. Do I know OJ really did it? I reckon Chris Jenner helped him with it. Blood spinning out the Honda Civic. I hope you get haunted with the spirits. See, I stopped till Illuminati get me. South of France, get the flowing on jet ski. Full in Sprecky, juice on the taxi. Braces on in case kids won't kick me. Can't see his parties, big condo. Might as well own me, South Beach Sun, though. Cacking the flip flops. This why Mims are rapping on the hip hop. Explosive C4. That's why we toss one the street door. Flies the G4. Spit for me. Puke him. Duke Nukem. The YouTube you shoot him. Truth in the booth. School him. Cause they basically hating me. Racially discriminating me. Cause they used to slay me. Now they be raying me. Basically use the dream. No use the clean. Squeegee floors. Don't make me whip out this Ouija board. And call up and rush out the EVs for the beats. Keep playing and I ain't wrote shit. I cook it. I bought a packet of notes. But the lyrics don't stick cause I'm hopeless. As the wind blows, I'm loveless. I'm wired up like coke kids. I'm fired up with showbiz. The same breathing in the city. You know this. Girls blow kiss. Only wanna be with you. Yeah, hoodie and a blowfish. You don't watch out Goldsmith. Truth spill it all over your bowl and your goldfish. You got cards, goldfish. You wanna spar? Let's go, bitch. Wanna hear the truth? Forgot the jar, let's go, kid. Cause I'm so far gone, I'm submerged like submarines. Then shall you spike if a bumblebee? I'll be pollinated game like tumbleweed. Them Keanu Reeves with the tuna speed. Change bow switch, direct sun to seas. Tanks empty, half full, full of steam. Michael Jordan. Oh, that shows crazy, man. With so the what's up? What's really going on? At the end of the game, you gotta get the it out of his hands. Fuego. Let go. He's beat you so many times. He's watched Jordan play good. And you know that at the end of the game, he's doubled. He's going to keep on out of his stealing. Here comes Chicago. Man, hold up. That track was off the goddamn chain. Once again, shout out to Royce Rothschild with his brand new hit track, uh, Michael Jordan Flow. And that's my show today, folks. Thank you guys for listening. As I mentioned before, tomorrow night we will be doing it big at Avenue 101. Make sure y'all come out and show Mean Vale and the rest of the crew that's going to be out there a whole hell of a lot of love. Lord, Saturday morning, I'm going to whoop my ass when I get back to work, though. Uh, a couple of quick shout outs, as always. Hey, Pixie, with your crazy ass. Miss Bobby Joe herself. Shout out, darling. Uh, the Mike Jola Show. Big B-Rob, what's going on, fam? Uh, Miss Fo Foxy, good evening, darling. Um, as before, mentioned before, uh, Mike Jolis, that's the homie, a new follower, Lazy Christman. How, uh, Lacey Christman, how are you doing, darling? Um, Ice in the Face podcast, Random Chatterings, the Cinnabud podcast, uh, TMP podcast, uh, Mike Siebert. Uh, FYFC podcast, of course. Uh, David, uh, David, the producer at the Behind the Rant podcast, the Unright the Behind the Rant, of course, the Unwritable Rant podcast. Um, uh, of course, starring the beautiful Miss Juliet Miranda. Uh, the Reset podcast. Shout out to you, darling. You always showing me some love, so I want to give it back to you. Just in time progress podcast. What's going on, fam? Uh, Brian Ward, Big Randy, uh, Nurse Word podcast. Um, Randy, of course, being always Mr. M Retail Slave. What's going on, my dude? Uh, the Film Book Club, uh, Jake and Jake and Tom Conquer Podcast, Dirty Bit Podcast, um, Paul Boys Podcast. Say, we're gonna do a show with these boys in a little while. And before y'all know it, and he don't even know I'm gonna bring this up to him yet. I want him to be a part of my network. We're gonna absorb a few podcasts, we're gonna bring them into the network. I wanna have some. I'm going to have a lead producer that's going to help make all the shows great and put them together real nice. And we're going to have a good time with this thing, man. Uh, trust and believe. It's all coming. And a couple other quick shout-outs real quick. Uh, Kung Fu Drive-In, J360 Production, S, S. Anthony Thomas, um, The Horror Club, Super Toro Club, Two Shots Underscore Pod. Um, we also got my brothers over at the hashtag Blackout Podcast, Whatever Man Podcast, my homie Q explains it all. 
Um, uh, VJ Burton uh, and Miss Memphis Diva. Miss Kayla, how you doing, darling? Uh, underscore the Second Shift Podcast Brothers and the John Effect, as well as what is TWS. The list goes on and on. If I got anybody, you know you guys know I love you to death. Also, I want to give a shout out to my boy Frankie Fernandez, his wife Christina. They came out to the show last week with his little brother Michael. Uh, Michael, don't worry. We're going to get you worked out. Elaine, thank you for coming as well. Um, as well as Mike and Shelly Delinsky and everybody else that came out to my comedy shows. I'm looking forward to seeing homie Robbie tonight and anybody else that comes out. Once again, we're going to be at Avenue 101. Um, also, November 11th, we'll be doing a big show again here in Enid at Boondocks. I have another uh, charity show that I'll be telling you guys about on December 9th in Oklahoma City. And then we're doing a big time show up in Ponca City on December 28th. So my dates is getting stacked. I'm getting these gigs. Man, hold up. It's going down, man. So I just want you to know, it, every time I talk about it, it just makes me smile because I, man, it's this, it all started from here. And I want everybody to understand that. My comedy started again, June 1st, 2015, the day I kicked out the Joe Martha show. Just to let you know. I've been back in this game for a while. We're just getting it on the stage and making that shit funky. But once again, as always, peace and love to all of you. I do hope you guys have a great week. Um, like I mentioned before, we're putting this out on Friday, even though we're talking about everything on Thursday, which is all good, because that's what I do, and I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> and on that note, again, thank you for listening to the Joe Mindful Show. Um, and before I go, I, I do want everybody to take the time to show some love um, to the four um four Green Berets who lost their lives um, in Niger uh, this previous week. Uh, Sergeant Brian Black of Pull You Up, Washington. Staff Sergeant Jeremiah Johnson um, of Springboro, Ohio. Sergeant David Johnson of Miami Gardens, Florida. And Staff Sergeant Dustin White Wright of Lyons, Georgia. These young men lost their lives defending our country and we should honor them forever and a day. Pull down them damn statues of them fucked up Confederate folks and put up statues of these men. Put up statues of the men and women who sacrificed their lives for us as Americans. Okay? I'm just saying. On that note, thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. I will see you guys next week. And as always, I'm out this motherfucker.